Welcome back to another bonus episode of the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. Uh, it's just it's just me and Seth again. Um, we did an X Men podcast not that long ago, and that was a lot of fun. And I'm rereading some X Men comics now, and we decided we would talk Star Trek because we realized we we both love Star Trek. Seth, are you watching a Star Trek show right now? Like not right this minute, but like is it in your <laughs> It, it, like every week, are you watching a show? Or are you catching up on something? What's going on in your Star Trek world? So I, I paused all TV watching except for documentaries that if I fell asleep in, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, but when I get back to actually, because I started work again, but uh, when I get back to actually watching TV again, I will be picking back up Star Trek Discovery Season 4 because that's the next one that was on. That's where I stopped watching. But I will be okay. watching. I... Uh... I'm I'm catching up and I'm in the middle of season three and I just kind of I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to finish. But I don't mind waiting. It's not like really grabbing me right now. Every season of that show starts off great. And then it starts getting really weird real quick. And it's like, ugh, what are we doing? Am I wrong? No, no, you are absolutely right. The first half of Discovery, every season is like, oh, they got it. All right, this is good. This is interesting. This is this is something. And then all of a sudden they start doing things and you're like, wait, wait, what are we doing? Why why is this happening? And it's not necessarily awful. It's just it doesn't feel like it's fulfilling the promise of the start. Exactly. And I mean I have okay, I, I hate to start off a Star Trek podcast complaining, but after like going back, because okay, recently I did I grew up with like TNG and Voyager. I don't remember too much of Voyager. I just I just remember liking it, and I could watch the opening on repeat. Um, I remember some of TNG, but I, I was like, I need to go back and and watch everything. So I watched TNG, then I went back and watched uh, the original show, the original series, and then I was like, all right, let's watch. Uh, what was next? I watched Enterprise, which was brand new to me, and that show was wholly underrated. Um, and then I. I watched Voyager, or not Voyager, um, the Discovery. And after watching people act like they're supposed to be in Starfleet in three separate shows, I get to Discovery, and these people are like not acting like Starfleet officers, and it's really upsetting me. Tilly is the worst character ever in Star Trek. <laughs> and that's saying something. I'm laughing because you, you're not wrong. Uh, you're you're not wrong at all. Nothing against the actress, but her character is awful. Like, how are you on the most scientific, advanced vessel in the history of mankind? I don't get it. And then, uh, sorry, I hear my cat meowing. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, the guy who can hook up to the spore drive, he's annoying too. There's a moment when the doctor dies. And I was like, oh, man, they killed the doctor. And the way they bring him back, I don't even know if I could describe to you how he came back. It's so convoluted and absurd. I'm like, what show am I watching? I don't even know. I, I don't even know he came back. He, I just I just have to accept he's back. I don't know how he came back. <laughs> I really don't. I couldn't tell you how he came back. You're absolutely right. Because it's one of those things where I'm thinking about as you're talking, I'm like, how did he come back? And I didn't watch. I I watched it literally maybe a couple months ago. I should know this, and yet I really can't remember. 
I couldn't. I, I, I could not follow it as it was happening. And they kept trying to like. Jared would have lost his mind because the amount of exposition they were all giving to explain to the audience what was going as they were talking to each other was so bad and so awful. I was like, as an actor, how do you say these lines? I guess you get paid for it, but I mean, how do you like keep your integrity? It was it was awful. But the show's not bad. It's just there's so many moments in it where like this is bad. Um. Anyways, let's uh, what's your history with Star Trek here? So Star Trek was always the uh, actually third fiddle star sci-fi series for me because there was star wars which is always number one in my house and then there was stargate and then there was star trek and it was always star trek next generation and voyager with a few deep space nine thrown in there for fun but so it was never like the science fiction franchise for me like i would never have called myself a trekkie but i was also never someone who was like oh you like star trek because I like Star Wars, I like both, and I like all three yeah. franchises. So, yeah. What was the third one? You said Star Wars, Star Trek, and oh, Stargate. Oh, Stargate. Oh, wow, man! You and my dad would have some great conversations. Um, <laughs> he loves Stargate, man. I grew up with like, oh, the great. sci-fi channel. Did you ever watch Farscape? Yes. Uh, I tried, and I tried years ago, and I didn't get into it when I tried it, but. I, it could have just been at the time too. I, I got like I finished like the first two seasons. It was I was like this is really good. I'm talking about it right now is reminding me I need to go back and finish that show. Um, man, the the '90s and the early 2000s were a great time for Star Trek because you had you had TNG and when that ended, uh, DS9 was hitting its stride, and then Voyager right after that, and it's just like damn. What a good time. Like, that is, like, peak Star Trek right there. Um, and, and you had the movies. Like, the Next Generation movies. They were good. Like, I liked those. I liked going to the movies to see them. Yeah. I, I just saw Wrath of Khan in theaters with a buddy. Oh, they, they were doing the 40th nice. anniversary. It was, it was cool. Um, so, what, I guess, so, for me, I, I guess I just grew up with TNG in the house in the background and Voyager. My dad watched DS9. I was like, I recognize Worf. What's he doing in the show? I was kind of confused, but I didn't really know a lot about like what was going on. Um, but I'll tell you this. I was like, I'm going to start TNG. And I, I found like a most essential episode guide followed by like, like it's like pretty much the main, all the main essential episodes plus the best one-off episodes so anything that's just completely skippable that like doesn't mm-hmm. stand the test of time you can I, it just kind of cuts those out so i can speed through it and what's great about that is i can always come back and just watch those anytime and revisit and hang out with the crew you know um yeah but i did sure. that for tng and when i tell you my expectation going into it was like all right i'm here for some picard some Riker, some flirtation with whatever her name Name is and let's have some fun. And then the first episode is like that Q episode when he shows up and it's like a medieval court. And I'm like, what's going on? This is not how I remember the show at all. It became the show I remembered, but at the time I was like, what? This is the weirdest pilot episode ever. Do you remember the pilot? I do not actually remember to TNG. I because I'm rewatching that one, but I rewatched that one in burst. Like I'll go a long time and then I'll go back and pick up where I left off. And so 
like I'm in season four now, I think, but it's been like a five year journey to get there. Does that make sense? Wow. I get you. It's like uh, nothing's on. Let's put on a, a Star Trek episode. And get through it. Yeah. yeah. And this is, I'm just in a big, like, I like in a nostalgic mood of like, I want to just hang out with, you know, Picard's Enterprise crew. And so I will watch, binge watch like five episodes and I will work out on a rowing machine while playing an episode on my iPad. And then I won't watch again for three months, four months, five months. It's just oh. crazy that they, they introduce Q so early and it's a character that does not feel at first like he fits in Star Trek because he's such a bizarre character. And it, it's Wait, just he, a weird... Yeah. He's in the first episode and he's like dressed in medieval garb and he's holding court trying to doom humanity and Picard's pleading with him. It's like, this is not the space adventure I thought it was. But it, it picks up and it becomes a yeah. great show it is. It's just a weird intro. Well, Q's always like a... I mean, he's not because he's just they, they get away with it as saying that he's just such a scientifically advanced, you know, interior alien, all that stuff. But like he feels like a fantasy character, not a science yeah. fiction character. Anytime he shows up, you know, you know, your life is about to get fucked up for a bit. It's like, oh, <laughs> <shit."> <laughs> um, But I, I watched TNG and I will say some of the best Star Trek moments are from that show. And also, like the last two episodes are basically a movie, and they're it's it's fantastic. It's some of the best Star Trek ever. And then I I went and watched the original series, and I was expecting it to be like a a chore to get through, but I fell in love with that show, man. It, it the episodes that are good are still great, and there's a lot of episodes where they go back to like Earth in the 1960s, and they're mafia members, and it's like you could tell they ran out of money. Um, <laughs> You can skip those, but the episodes that like are good. I did the same thing. I got like a essential episode guide, and I'm telling you, they they hold up and they're good. Um, I'm telling you, you need to watch Enterprise. Enterprise is a good. It's like I still think about it, and I finished it months ago. I still think about it. One of the weaker captains, but one of the best shows. You're sleeping on it, man. You're not in your head. I'm telling you, you're sleeping on an Enterprise. It's so good. I mean, I, I, you know, I think you actually just nailed why I had such a problem with that show for me getting into it. I, I tried watching like the first couple episodes and I just never, when you say it's one of the weaker captains, for me, every Star Trek episode show that I watch uh, and like what's my favorite Star Trek show of all time, for example, is determined based on the strength of the captain. And because I'm a, that's my favorite part of the show is following the captain and so i think that might be why i have a problem as opposed to other shows i will say the supporting cast around him is really really good and make up for he's just like he's he's not doing a it's scott is it bacula the guy from i think Quantum so Reap. he's yeah i think i say his name he has like a tv star presence so he kind of holds his own but like when it comes time to deliver a speech or like rise to the moment, he just never does. And all the cast and crew react as if he does. And, you, you know, they're doing a good job, like telling you, hey, he's he's the man. He's a great leader. But like, I just don't buy it. You know, it's just he doesn't rise to the occasion. There's times where he's doing like a Shatner impression. It's like, what are you doing? Uh, he, and then like, as you keep watching, you just kind of realize he has like two modes, concerned and angry. And he's bad at both. Um, 
I don't well, know. And, and go ahead. I like him in other shows. Like I, I like yeah, him in like NCIS New Orleans. He was not a great show, but like there's something about a crime procedural from CBS for some reason is a weak addiction for me. It's bad. It's t- and it is horrible TV for anyone that listening show. who's like. Maybe I should try a crime procedural from CBS. No, don't do it. They're awful. They're so bad. But I love them. And I, but I enjoyed him in that. But I just, I don't know. I think maybe it's when you compare him to like, you know, William Shatner or Patrick Stewart or Anson Mount or Jason Isaacs or, you know, oh crap, what's her name? Uh, the Catherine Janeway. That's her character name yeah. I, for some reason. Her real name right now is completely eluding me. Yeah, but I mean, That's when you compare right. to. Yeah, when you compare him to those type of people, it just doesn't have the same presence. They it just doesn't, doesn't compare. He's easy to root for because he has a look about mm-hmm. him, and you've seen him quantum leap, but he just doesn't have the presence. You nailed it. Um, but one of my, I think my favorite, maybe my favorite Star Trek characters in that show, and I'll, I'll talk about that person later. Um, I have not seen DS9, and I feel like every time I say that, just my Star Trek fans, my buddies that are friends, not fans, to my Star Trek friends, they are like, they swear up and down like, oh my god, you have got to watch DS9. I think it's like, I think it's become like everyone's favorite Star Trek. You know, I get that impression because I saw my like, and this is just from Facebook stuff, like Facebook groups, because my Facebook is I like groups of things I like so I can see memes and content of stuff on Facebook rather than people's opinions. Uh, Because I don't want to see people's opinions on Facebook. And I, uh, the thing, the impression I get is that a lot of people are DS9, and I think they like DS9 because it's different. Like, it's a space station, not a spaceship. I think that's so, cool because like, it's, it's like the middle of yeah. all these wormholes that kind of intersect. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that difference is what allowed them to just be different. So people end up liking it because you get a show of Star Trek exploration, Starship flying through there. And then you get like this space station with this kind of a cool conceit around it. And I think that's why people end up really, really digging it. I, uh, I like Deep Space Nine, but I can't swear I remember a lot. It's not it's up next on my list whenever I get done with uh Discovery, the current season of Discovery. It's the one I'm gonna start after that. So I don't remember a whole lot of it. I remember parts of it. Like I, I know what doesn't when I see scenes, but I can't like swear that I remember every aspect of it either. I uh what I get from it is that it's like the first time it was like serial it wasn't just episodic and mm-hmm. it was done well but also like everyone that talks about it just talks about the cast and how how fun the cast is and i was like yeah like, what's the name um not wharf um but what's the cork everyone like cork you got oh yeah odo i heard the captain's really great i just you got what's just his good, name yeah. o'brien from yeah tng on it wharf is on it obviously it's just it just it does seem like a fun time. I'm not gonna lie. They have some fun episodes. There's an episode where they go back to uh, the Tribbles epi- episode <laughs> from the, the the original series, and they're like interacting with the original crew. They're not really. They're trying to avoid interacting with them, but they see what the like what Klingons used to look like, and they like turn to Worf like what? And he's like, we don't <laughs> talk about that. And I just <laughs> we don't talk about that time. It's just funny. Um, 
Okay, so you have not seen, you don't recall much of DS9. You haven't seen Enterprise, but everything else. I mean, obviously you watch Strange New Worlds, which is just a fantastic show. We could talk about that. Have you watched the animated stuff? I have not watched Lower Decks. That is, I'm on the fence about that. I I know they have a uh, crossover coming up with my favorite Star Trek show of all time, but yeah. I so I'm more on the I'm starting to think I'm going to watch it, but Lower Decks doesn't. I don't know when I first heard and seen what I've seen from it doesn't really appeal to me, but I can't make up my mind on it. I'm so. definitely going to watch it. It's just not on my like I got. DS9 and Voyager next, and then I'll I'll start watching. Yeah, I would rather watch those two before I watch that. It just doesn't like the flagship shows are just prioritized higher than that. Do you think Discovery is a flagship show? Discovery? Do you think, or is it more? I mean, I think it was billed as the next Star Trek, but I think Strange New Worlds took over as the flagship show. Yes, 100, 100%. I will die on that hill for Strange New Worlds. But I do think that Discovery kick-started this new big wave of the Paramount Plus Trek. And so, I mean, I got to give it its due for that. But I'm not sure it's going to hold up well enough to be considered a flagship show. I think they want it to be, but I don't think... Like when people talk about Star yeah. Trek and like, here's the shows you got to watch. I don't think they're going to throw Discovery at you. No, um, I, yeah. Yeah. No. All right. So let's, let's do our rankings here. What's your, let's rank your favorite. Give me your, your shows in order. Oh, shows in order. Okay. So it has to start like top show of all time for me for Star Trek. And I know it's only, it's been one season. This one's actually the easiest thing in the world for me for number one. I have never loved a Star Trek show as much as I love Strange New Worlds. Strange New Worlds is probably my favorite show of this year. And bar none. Like, I don't know. I just really, really love Strange New Worlds. It was, it felt like Star Trek Next Generation, the original series with the, uh, the different ways. It's like, okay, let me rephrase. Let me start over with that. It felt like Next Generation with, like, this diverse and cool cast. It had the, like, episodic feel of, like, the 60s charm of the original series. And it also has a little bit of the, like, you know, serialized storytelling of DS9. It just feels like they took all the elements from all the different shows and made this show. And I love it. A lot. What I think is what I think is great about it though is like I'm burned out over the the season long storyline that just doesn't end and it and it's so like everything is save the universe or something like that. And this show was up yeah, they there's small storylines that go on for a few episodes, but it's like the C lot is the the C plot I mean. But every yes, episode yes. is a new adventure with the crew and I loved it. Yeah, and that's it's that little like we some of the C plot part of it, right? Like there's a little bit to connect from episode to episode. So you get like a little bit of that whole like, okay, I'm growing with these characters as the story goes, right? But you also just get these like individual episodic TV episode stories that are like, you know, really cool. And you get different things. Like you get like every episode of 
the first season feels like it could be its own. I don't want to say own kind of genre. That's a little too much, but like you have like a fantasy episode in a way, literally. That was a you great have, episode. I cried. Yes. Yes. With his daughter, I, was, I cried. Yes. Yes. I was like, and here's the thing about that episode. Like my least favorite character in that show at the time was Dr. Mbinga. Yeah. And at the end of it, I was like, I love this man. This man is great. And I, it, I don't know. And then you had like the submarine. That's not really submarine, but it was like the submarine episode, Memento Mori, Memento Mori, uh, in the fourth episode. Oh, is that the? Gorn? I loved it. Yes, when they when they interact with the Gorn and the Nebula, and they're like using the ping system to try to figure out where they are and everything. There, is freaking, that the one that felt like an alien movie? I don't know. If uh, it was no, that no, one. no, no. There that was, was one that felt like alien. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's like a cool. horror. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like, yeah, like a horror episode. You had a fantasy episode. You had like the submarine. Like it reminded me of a Hunt for Red October kind of esque feel oh, yeah. to it. Uh, and so like you just have all these episodes. Oh, you also got slapstick in there, like a slapstick rom com with uh, like Spock and Muck or whatever when they like flip their they trade. Yeah, and, I mean it was places or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was like funny. But at the same time, like, also emotional. And so, like, it, it just, I don't know. That show, it to me, it nailed every bit of storytelling it tried to do. And I could watch that show on repeat and be one fine. More thing, before, I, I know you're going to move on here. I just want I want to talk about one <laughs> more thing about this show that it did so well is, and this, this goes unnoticed if you're not a huge Star Trek fan. It, you won't even care. But if you are, like, a fan of Star Trek, there's so many cool little nods to other material in that world, like with Spock's brother, that little reveal, um, the flirtation between yes. him and uh, the nurse, Doctor Chapel, Nurse Chapel. Sorry, yeah, which is like it's it's. There's a couple moments in the original series where Spock and her have their moments. Um, it's cool that they're like Spock's wife is in this because. When you first see her in the original series, she like stabs him in the back just for his money and land or something like that. And you're like, dude, do you not know what she's gonna do to you? Like, she looks she looks good in the show though. Um, and mm, yes. there's just there's so many cool little nods. Um, and the big one is obviously Captain Pike knowing his future, which is a whole episode dedicated to that in the original series. So, um, yeah, man, oh, it's, just, man. You know, it's a love letter. To Star Trek fans. That's what it is. Yes. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I It was bold of you to assume I was going to move on. But uh, I guess I will. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> but I could talk about that show. Literally, I could just talk about that show and for an hour and be fine. But I will move on. Uh, this, this we have, I'm going to complain. I have a complaint. Yeah. <laughs> <What's>, really? <sighs> Let's talk about the new Captain Kurt. Okay. All right. So, okay, I, with his depiction of Kirk, I'm, I'm with the people in which it was not a very good depiction of the Kirk we know. No. But my little caveat for this is we're going to see him in season two. So I'm holding off my complaints because it was technically an alternate timeline in which we saw him. So I could see how that could potentially change him. I don't think he's going to be portraying the character any different. And 
I don't think you I mean you got plenty of evidence and definitely that's a fair thing because you're probably right. But I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, but you probably aren't. I don't know his name. We're gonna call him Skinny Neck. Um, Paul Wesley from Vampire Diaries. And yes, I do know that and I am comfortable with that knowledge. He's just Okay, so I like that you ignored the fact that I just dropped. I, I'm moving on. I, I have too many thoughts on, <laughs> on, on New Kirk. Um, you know, it, there's some big shoes to fill because the original series Kirk. If you just watch the movie version of Kirk, like the older movies, the original mm-hmm. movies, you're like, it, it's dad. Like it's just a dad on a ship. But if you watch the original series, like Kirk is a cool ass. Dude, I, I was so surprised. I was like, Kirk is awesome. Like, I actually, when the show ended, I was like, I don't know. I don't know who my favorite is. Is it him or Picard? Like, I don't know who, who I like more in the captain chair. Like, it was up there. I thought Picard was a slam dunk. And he's just a cool guy. You trust him to get the job done. He's super smart. He doesn't freak out. And he's just like, he's like the cool teacher you had in school that you just, I don't know. I, he's just a cool dude. Paul Wesley does not portray that at all. At least Chris Pine. Yeah, I was about to say, captures, like he, he captures yeah. the essence of him. You don't have to look yeah. like him, but there's got to be something there that connects you to the original Kirk. Chris Pine does not look at all like. Um, what am I thinking of? Uh, Shatner. William Shatner. But yeah, he has the hair. He's got the cool factor. Yeah. This and new guy doesn't look like him. And he's not cool. I don't. I mean, I don't see anything at all that resembles Kirk. I just. I don't see Captain Kirk at this in this guy. And I think they fucked up. And it, it, I hope it doesn't sink season two. <laughs> I really. I, hope. Yeah, I. Uh, I am nerd. I. It's a fair. Like, I'll defend the performance in that episode for right now, but it is conditional on seeing how he uh, is in the second season. Because if he is. The exact same. Like if we get what we saw at the end of season one, then we got problems because you're one hundred percent correct. Like Chris Pine, I feel like I mean he's going up against Chris Pine and William Shatner. William Shatner obviously who defined the role and Chris Pine who is well Chris Pine. Um just a flat out movie star, yeah. Yeah, I mean like it, to be fair, it is walking amongst giants for him. And this is the star of Vampire Diaries, and that's pretty much his big thing. So Big shoes to fill, and can he do it? I mean, if we're going off just what we saw in season one, no, probably not. But you know, what you I, sound like what's that? You sound like so. I'm a subscriber to the Marvel Studios spoilers subreddit, oh, which is basically it's a bunch of leaks, like potential leaks, and yeah, stuff about casting and maybe stuff like that. And there's a whole bunch of people who just cannot accept that this version of Daredevil is not going to be a continuation of the Netflix version. Like, they think all the shows are going to be canon, and I'm like, there's no way Kevin Feige's keeping Iron Fist in his universe. Like, he's going (laughs) to... It's going to be a very similar version of these characters, but it's not going to be, like, canon. And they are bending over backwards. They're taking every quote and changing the meaning of it to fit their narrative, (laughs) and it's just really funny. Because they're like, they'll ask Charlie Cox, "Hey, so is this, is this the same version of the character?" He's like, "Well, I'm I'm playing it the same, but I think it's a it's a fresh start." And everyone's like, "So he didn't say it's not canon." That means 
means it's canon. And I'm just like, oh, come on, y'all. Read between the lines. That's what you sound like right now. You're like in denial, but you're aware that, yeah. I, I'm, I'm more trying. You're right. But I'm also trying to keep an open mind that he could take the feedback that he got from season one and hopefully apply it to season two. Uh, and hopefully we don't None see a whole lot. Season two, though, when season one aired, they were like almost done filming. Hey, you know oh, what? I'm being very yet. negative. I'm being very negative. I hope I am wrong, and he kills it because I want nothing more than this show to be oh, yeah. just flawless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. And uh, just for the record, though, I just want to go ahead and state on a slightly off tangent here that I am very scared about the Daredevil TV show because I absolutely love Daredevil and I love the Netflix Daredevil. And when they said it's not a continuation, I was like. Oh my God! Please don't give me Mark Wade Daredevil. Please give me Brian Michael Bendis Daredevil or Frank Miller Daredevil. Give me that Daredevil. That, I yeah, need that I, Daredevil. I hope they keep the tone. I think I think that all the actors are gonna like Kingpin. What's his name? Said he. Yeah. He, they all said they're playing the character the same way, because that's why we love them. They said they're gonna play them the same way they did on Netflix. Um, but I understand the need to maybe separate yourself because not all that yes. Netflix stuff was great. Um, I, I, I just wish that we could just pretend like Defenders never happened. Well, here's my <laughs> thing. Just, I, think just, you know. just, I mentally am considering him a variant that is 99% the same. Like almost everything that happened on Netflix happened, except he never ran into that Iron Fist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. That's kind of how I'm, in, that's how I'm yeah. taking it. All I right. just hope they keep the tone. Anyway, my bad. All right, yeah. yeah so back. Yeah, I, here. I hope they keep the tone. I'm excited. It's 18 episodes. We've got to get to your number two. We we have been strange new worlds yeah, yeah. took over this pod. Uh, which again, I, I wasn't kidding. I could literally talk about that show forever, but I will go very quickly next. Next generation is next. Uh, just because I grew up on it and I love that cast. I am very excited for Picard season three. Uh, after that one, it's probably gonna have to be for me. Uh, uh, are we counting Picard? You know, I, I forgot to tell you that when I was doing my Star Trek rewatch or watch through, I did TNG, TOS, all the movies, and then I did Picard, and then I did Enterprise. So, like, I watched Picard. If you want to count Picard, do you uh, do you want to count Picard? No, let's just count I, the flagship yeah. shows. Yeah, let's I was do thinking, the, the, the flagship yeah. shows. Okay, then it goes Voyager, Deep Space Nine, and... If we're counting Discovery, Discovery and Enterprise go on the same level for me right now. Thanks, you're, you're, until you watch Enterprise, at least. Then, then yeah. it'll, it'll bump up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All right, uh, I'll take <laughs> I'm not telling you to watch it right now. I'm just saying when you do watch it, yeah. it'll, it'll jump up your, your list. Okay. All right. All right. So say it in order one more time. Strange New Worlds. Uh, Strange New Worlds, Next Generation. Uh, then we have... Oh crap! What was the next one? Uh, Voyager. Then it was original series, and then Deep Space Nine. No, Deep Space Nine. Then original series. Sorry. Wow. Uh, so you didn't like the the original series that much? I I haven't watched enough of it. Like okay. what I've watched, I've liked, but I just haven't watched enough of it. So it's one of those things where I like the crew, I like their movies, but as far as their TV show goes, I just haven't watched enough to be able to rank it higher than uh, Voyager. And then, so then we had Deep Space Nine. Right. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head right now. Uh, if I butchered this, my bad. And then we have uh, Enterprise and Discovery bringing up the rear. Okay. 
I'm going to go TNG number one, just because even the bad episodes are fun to watch. Um, it feels, it's just, a, I just love that crew so much. And it's fun to hang out with them, even in the bad episodes. Um, Data is such a great character. Um, Picard, obviously, is just fantastic. Riker's awesome. Everyone's just awesome. Worf is, there's not been a character like Worf in a long time. I just, I liked all those characters. Um, except for what's her name, who like killed herself off in the first season. Um, she's, she can stay dead. She wasn't, I, that was, she was the second worst character for me, but yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, I got TOS next because I think the episodes that are great in that show are really foundational and they really are like the foundation of the entire Star Trek universe. It's, it's crazy. Um, I have Strange New Worlds next. Oh man, Enterprise after that. I honestly, Voyager and DS9 don't have to be tied because I I haven't seen DS9 and Voyager. Haven't really seen in 25 years, and I don't remember it very much, so it's hard to pick those. What else? Discovery's at the bottom. I'm just throwing that out there. Discovery's at the bottom. It's not yeah. a bad show, but it's not. It's also up not par with other yeah. shows. It's also not really Star Trek, in fairness to it. And it doesn't really try to be Star Trek, despite the name. Yeah. And that's to its benefit at times and to its detriment at others. You know, Picard has a lot of issues, but it has Picard in it. And that get, that, that forgives a lot of the issues. You yes, because it, it does have issues. But man, like, you are spot on. It has Picard. There's <laughs> I mean, also a moment... In season one, when Riker shows up to save the day, and he's a captain, and he's like, "And I will blow you out of this, out of this." Guy. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. I this would kill you right now, Riker!" Like he's so good in that yes. role. This is why I'm so excited for season three because they're bringing everyone back, and I am here for it. Like yeah, I am, I am pumped. I'm a little nervous because Picard season one had a rough ending, and Picard season two had a rough middle, so I'm a little nervous, but. I'm confident. I got faith. I like season two more than season one. Um, I liked it. I, I don't know yeah. why. I, I it wasn't. Yeah. They're about evil. The seasons are equal for me. Season one and two. Because season one, I hated the ending of season one. And well, I didn't hate it that strong. I didn't like that. I felt like it had pulled my uh, my expectations. Like it switched the narrative of this whole story and what I thought I was getting. And then you're like Picard, old Picard, old man Logan, pretty much. Yeah. It's Picard, and it's like, oh no. Yeah. And then it was, uh, and it, it kind of delivered that at first. I was like, okay, all right, I'm digging this. I, I'm like, yeah, this is Picard's last run. Okay, I can go with this. But then it felt like they had a, I didn't, I felt cheated at the end. I didn't like the ending, the little like, oh, hey, well, here's this other thing we're going to do instead. So everything's okay now with the body oh. and stuff. I oh, like yeah. That. But I, 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 would have rather just I was a little upset at first, but I was like, no, because that's the whole point. I, I, I grew to love it because that's the whole point of the season was like, you have to count them as part of, I don't know, it sounds really elementary, but you got to count no, no, them no. as an actual species. Because, yeah. and then him becoming, I guess, I don't know, not robotic, but not, he's, he's a new form, basically. I don't know what to say. He he takes yeah. a new form. His his body is cloned, in other words, kind of 
through yeah. nanotechnology or some bullshit. I don't know. But and so he becomes one of them basically. And it's like I get I get the message, but it just sucks that that's not the Picard. <laughs> It's 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 a weird. I don't know how to describe it, and I'm using very bad words to do it. It just felt like a cop out for me. I mean, like, and it wasn't like it was what they were trying to do, but it to me what they were trying to do didn't quite land because they spent so much time setting up this like well, like old man Logan type story, right? Where that's what it felt like for eight episodes, and then the last two they were like, but wait, it's yeah. not, and then they did this, and I'm like. I would, I don't know. It was it, to me, it was a weird tonal shift from what I would spend eight episodes watching to then go to that. And it, to me, it made the what you're because you're right. That is what they were going for. It just didn't really, it didn't, it didn't land for me. I will say it, it did a lot, of, and I, I'm with you. It didn't fully land for me either. Um, but I do want to say something good about it. Seven of nine coming back was great. Yes. It was like cool that she came back. She's a badass. I like they brought back um oh my god Hugh. Is that his name? He's the Borg turned like he got reformatted. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hugh. Um he was a very important part of like a two or three episode arc in uh TNG. And I was like, holy shit, they brought Hugh back? Like holy crap, yeah. they're going deep cuts on this, man. They um, really did too. Yeah. That was really cool. I like I like um, the young girl who like seeks out Picard. I think she's a cool character. I didn't like his friend who I we never met before until the show. She has the, the uh, like mixed yeah. lady with curly hair. Like yeah, she, she not a great character. I don't know why they didn't just bring like a best of Star Trek from that era and just have Seven of Nine, Picard, um, LaForge, and just have like a bunch of characters from that era. Like a like I, a, a dream team almost, you know? Yeah, I did, which is what would have worked a lot better. I did like the pilot though in the ship. I liked him. I like him too. Was, I like how he had the holograms too for like, yes. the doctor and stuff. Oh, one yeah. thing that bugged me was it always bugs me when movies and shows try to be too cool. It's like no, just be practical. And one of the things they did was the pilot would pilot his ship via hologram controls. So he's sitting there and he's like turning his hand. But there's nothing tangible he's holding on to. And so he's like, all right, we got to bank out of here. And he like, he's trying to act all serious and turning his hand. It's like, it just doesn't work. Like, first of all, your arm would get tired just you having to hold it in the air for hours on end to drive. Like, your arm would fall <laughs> off. You need something to rest on. That's why we have tangible controls you can grab. I just, I don't know. It's, that would also not be practical. Like, to not be able to hold on to something. And steer it and just like you're grabbing air almost. It's a hologram. It just I don't it's not practical. Um that's my nerd corner. Okay. Let's rank captains. This is tough. Want me to go? Yes, you go feel free. I went first on shows. You go first for this okay. one. I got my captain list, and I feel like this is a good time to really make some NBA comparisons here. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm ready for this. Um, okay, my captains. So I have I broke them up into tiers. And my like superstar tier, first ballot Hall of Fame tier. And I know it's early for one of these. But Picard is number one, Kirk is number two, Pike is number three. But it's it they're all right neck and neck for each other. And they're 
they're gonna like Pike's gonna be a first ballot. He he saved season two of Discovery. He is the best part of Star Trek right now. Um, but Picard is like when I finished watching the original series, I was like, I really don't know who I like more, Picard or Kirk. And if I'm comparing them, like, let's pretend they're coaches. Picard is that coach who all the players love and respect, but he keeps an arm's distance away. They don't know much about his... He's like Coach K. Okay. You know, like, they don't know much about his personal life. He's not having them over for dinner, but they want to play for this guy. Kirk is... Steve Kerr. He's one of that. He's one of the. He's one of the players. You know, he's the cool coach. He's one of the players. They probably know too much about him in his personal life. You know, um, he doesn't keep at arm's distance. He's like probably eating with them and their wives for dinner all the time. Where like Picard's kind of a mystery. He doesn't. He doesn't play poker with the crew. Kirkwood. You know. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good comparison. I do. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a good one. Um, I will say, Pike is very Kirk-esque, except I trust him more to make in his decision-making a little bit more. I don't know. Um, he's Kirk-esque, except I think like I would rather hang out with Pike. He's actually a mix between Picard and Kirk. I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know the words to separate him from Kirk and Picard. But he's uh, I would, I would tell you, Anson Mount, I think, put that best. When he described it, he said that Kirk is the machismo, Picard is the brains, and Pike is the empathy. Like, if they each were to boil down to, like, a superpower for each one, that's how yeah. he would describe them. And that I is, right. to me, that was, like, the best description of the three's, like, biggest attribute. I'd say if I was going to be a captain, like, they put me in charge, I couldn't, I don't, I'm not naturally as cool as Kirk. I'm not as great as Picard, but I, I'm pretty empathetic. I think I'd be Pike. I would model myself after Pike. That's what I would do. What would Pike do? Yeah, I would hope I would be like Pike. I'd probably be like my number two captain, but I would like to hope I'd be like Pike. Yeah. Here too. Janeway's great. Janeway is a great captain. Um, commands respect. She's just great all the way around. Cisco from DS9. I'm trusting people here because um, I haven't really seen it, but everyone swears by him. He's a good captain. Um, tier three. You know, they got the lone, the lone man here. I got Saru from Discovery. One of the few characters I truly do love on that show. Yes. A, and I, I, I just love him as a captain on that show. I, I, he's very, he doesn't use it. He's very, he's a mix between a human and uh a Vulcan. Like he uses logic, but he also has empathy and that separates him from the Vulcans. I don't know. He's just a very cool character and I love his walk. Um tier four is empty and tier five is gonna be Archer from Enterprise. So that that's my list, man. So I got Picard, Kirk, Pike, Janeway, Cisco, Saru, and Archer. Did I leave anybody out? Uh, I would say there's two, but I think you're fair leaving them out, and I will talk about them, and you'll see why, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, Discovery's hard because they have there's a new Mike captain seven. every season. <laughs> yeah. There's a new captain every season. 
I did like the captain for season one until he turned out to be evil. I was like, oh, I actually like this guy, but okay. Um, All right, your turn, man. Okay, so my number one, I did not have to put him in tears because I'm going to be honest with you. This is going to be the part where if Star Trek fans listening are going to never listen to me about Star Trek again. Uh, And I'm okay with that. I can accept this. My number one captain, I'm sure you know who it is already. Uh, I'm not even trying to pretend and hide this one, is Pike. Uh, particularly Anson Mount's Pike, but I really liked uh, the Pike in the original series too. Like that was the first episode of the original series I ever watched because it was the first you know episode of the original series, and yeah. I, like I really too. yeah I really liked him too. And so uh, I just like Pike. I love Pike. I yes Pike, and then it's fifty feet, and then we start again. Like I know for most people it's early, but Anson Mount's Pike is just I Be love fair. it. You've had two yeah. seasons of him. You've had Discovery, oh, yeah, yeah. And Discovery. where he yeah, was yeah. great. Yes. And I was like, oh, this guy's killing it. Yes. And then his hair just evolved <laughs> to the second version of itself in season two. <laughs> I mean, in the first season of Strange New Worlds, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> this guy. Oh, he's great. He has a great head of hair. What a, yes. what a fantastic. He, I think his hair has his own Twitter account, to be honest with you. I think that's yeah, true. I think he probably does. Account. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Well, he's, he's great. Yeah. And I love Anson Mount. I loved him in Hell on Wheels. I was even glad to see him in Doctor Strange, like that he got a chance to actually, you know, dress up as Black Bolt in his full costume and everything. And so, like, I, I'm an Anson Mount guy. I love him. He's my number one. My number two is where people are going to start hating on me, and I'm okay with it. My number two is Lorca, which is Jason Isaacs from the first season of Discovery. Oh, that's a great pick because yeah. until the turn. Yes, and that is the part where I decided I was probably never going to love Discovery because he was the most fascinating Star Trek captain. Like, he was fascinating because he was yeah. so, like... And now we know why, the Mirror Universe, all that kind of stuff. But I mean, like, if they had kept that going, like, the idea of him walking that line between Mirror Universe... When they kind of do this later with another character, but to not yeah. as good of an effect, in my opinion... But like he, Jason Isaacs plays a really good villain and good guy. Like he can do both. Uh, like most people know him as Lucius Malfoy, but like he's also played like good characters too, and he also plays the douchebag and the Patriot and stuff. Patriot's uh, so good in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you love to hate the guy, but like at the same time, he can do a character where you're kind of like, okay, I'm trying to think of who it is right now. I know he's been something where he's, I've actually liked him. Oh, the TV show Awake. I loved him in that. It was a very short-lived TV show that was very, very interesting. I'm sorry. Finish your thoughts, and I have a question for you about him. Go ahead. I got you, yeah. So I love Lorca because he's just so fascinating and, like, evil but good. And to me, it's just – he was interesting. He was, like, very, very interesting. Uh, my number three is Picard oh, because well, – Hold on. I got a question about Lorca. Okay. Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah. He expressed interest in coming back on Strange New Worlds but as his original universe self. I think that would be yes. pretty cool. I, I would be down. Honestly, I like Jason Isaac, so I'd be down to see it. I'm curious if I would still like him as much as I liked the Mirror Universe one. Like, would he be as interesting? He lost his edge. Know? He would lose yeah. his edge a little bit, yeah. Like, if they brought him back in it because of any, like, trauma he suffered, he still had some of that, like, that... Because he was just so much more violent than any other Star Trek captain, and that was interesting to me. Like, it was just... Like his thing, context is for kings has been. I even use that in my current job all the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just 
I loved Lorca because he was just so fascinating. And Jason Isaacs is really good about walking that line with characters. And so I would be down to see it, but I'm curious if I would still like him. Like, he'd be as fascinating. I can't believe you have Picard as number three. That's crazy. I know. And that's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know that a lot of people are going to be upset, but I, like, I was so angry when Lorca turned out to die, like when they killed him off in season one of Discovery, that I was not going to watch season two until Anson Mount got announced and it was going to be Pike. And I was like, you sons of bitches, I'm back. Uh, yeah. And I'm not regretting it because I love, like I said, as established, I love Anson Mount as Pike. Uh, but yeah, Picard is number three because when I grew up with Picard and Patrick Stewart, too, like, I like the, you know, intellectual captain a lot. Like, I like that. Uh, he also has one of my favorite lines about, like, how he just wants to sit in the sunshine and read a book and be alone. And I'm like, I relate to that. I love that. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to be like you. Uh, He's the English for, teacher of captains. Yes, no, he really is. And uh, the fourth one is going to be Kirk. And I really... You know, I think you've put this well. William Shatner in the movies, Kirk, really is like a dad. William Shatner in the original series, just from what I've seen, is really cool. And I liked him a lot in the original series, which is why I felt bad when I ranked that show so low. It's just I just haven't watched enough of it to rank it higher. But I liked him a lot then, and I like Chris Pine's Kirk a lot. Me too. I mean, I, there's problems in that movie series sure but i like chris pines kirk a lot so he's not a problem he's not one yeah of the problems. yeah yes yeah and so kirk comes in at four for me five is going to be cisco but this is really really close with janeway him and janeway are like neck and neck for me and i liked janeway a lot but cisco likes baseball and that gave him the edge for me also he was a single Damn. dad and they had some great stories with that so that i remember uh, and then I have two more because Archer is going to be last because I just don't know enough to rank him any higher and I didn't yeah, like him anyways. He's in the right spot. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, the other one, though, that I said there's two that you didn't mention that I'm going to mention. The other one is Giorgio uh, Philippa from Discovery. Her and he's Saru. Captain. Yeah, well, she was a captain in the beginning and then she was a cat, the emperor. And now she's like, you can't count her as captain because you're talking about the mirror universe her okay all right if we're not well she was captain for one episode but if we're not counting her we okay, take her okay, out count her as uh, no i mean well because mirror universe her is the one i was mainly focused on so we're we're good yeah. we can throw her up then She's uh Saru, she is i i mean also played by uh michelle michelle yao michelle yao, yeah, who's fantastic yeah. and everything yes uh and then uh but saru is next and you talked about how you love his walk Man, you are not kidding. They put so much detail into that because, you know, there's supposed to be like those like water planet type things. So when he walks, he like waves his arm like he's swimming through the ocean kind of deal. Too, yeah. Yeah. And there's an episode in. Wait, what? How far are you in Discovery? I'm what season? Like halfway done with season three. Okay. You went back to his home planet. If that were, is that what you're talking about? I think so. Is that they jump to the future now? They're in the future now. Okay. Have you seen it where Doug Jones gets to take off his makeup? Have you seen that? Is that the actor? Yes. No, I haven't seen him without the makeup. Okay. Then I'm not going to say anything more. But there's an episode in season three that that walk becomes really kind of... It's when I noticed it, that he was doing it. And it was really cool. It was a cool moment. Uh, 
that guy does a really good job with Saru. And Saru is, like you said, the emotion and everything like that. They gave him a three-season arc to become captain, and I really liked that. Yeah. That was good. He's a wonderful character, for sure. Yes, I'm a little nervous about... I can tell you... Oh, you know what? I can tell you one captain who I have not watched this yet, uh, and I will be quiet now. Never mind. No, tell me. No, it spoils things. I'm not... I can't tell you things. Ah, uh, okay. Season four. Are you, are you talking about Michael? I know she becomes captain. Okay, then yes, I'm going to talk about that. Michael Burnham is below Archer. There's no way on earth that Archer is worse than her. There's I, uh... Yeah, no way. I, I like her... In season three, more than I, I, I like her throughout the show, but I like her in season three more because she's kind of lost her, um, her Vulcanisms, and she's more like she's kind of left that behind. I can't. Is she too not, emotional? Now I can't. No, it's not that. I've never liked Michael Burnham, like ever, in the show. Yeah. Like that's one of my biggest problems with Discovery is that I really get in. I'm, I'm a captain person, so like I really liked Lorca in season one. I really liked Pike in season two. I really liked Saru in season three. And now I'm yeah. real worried about season four. Because I'm like, I, I will say this though. I did like her more in season three than I did in the previous seasons. And I liked her more in season two than I liked her in season one. So maybe she's growing, but. I'll say this in season three, oh. like she's a beautiful woman, but in season three, she is so gorgeous that I forgive all of her flaws. <laughs> <laughs> like she looks so good with that hair. I, I just it's I working sh- for her. Yeah, the future is yeah. bright for her. She's not a bad actress either. So I don't not really think all. it's no, her. Because I like her in Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, it's just I don't and she's stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, you're right on both. Uh and like I said, I like her in Walking Dead. I just don't like her. I don't like Michael Burnham. I just I don't know. Right. Fair enough. All right, that's your list. All right, cool. Um so now Here's the we're gonna, you know, I, I plan for this to be like a 35 minute episode, but we just <laughs> keep talking, and, but we're having a great conversation. Yeah. I don't want to end. Yeah. Um. All right. So here's here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna end the podcast with the draft. We're gonna do. We're gonna draft a Star Trek crew. Okay. So you can pick in any order. Like we were gonna go back and forth. Okay. Do you want to do Snake? Or just go back and forth. There's no reason for a snake, is there? Yeah, let's just go back and forth. Just okay. two of us. I mean, yeah. So here are the positions. It's a fantasy draft. We have the ship. Which ship are you going to draft? All right. So the premise for... I keep stopping myself. The premise is you're going to be an officer, a Starfleet officer on a ship. What would you want the crew to be? Who, out of all the Star Trek shows we've watched, all right? You get the choice of crew. All right. So you pick your ship, the captain, medical officer, security chief, engineer, science officer, and then you get a flex spot. So again, ship, captain, medical officer, security chief, engineer, and science officer, and then a flex spot. All right. So you're the guest, man. I'm going to let you go first. All right. This is going to shock Anyone who's listened to me talk, but I'm gonna go with Captain first. I... <laughs> it's gonna be he Captain my pick too. Yeah, he he is my number one overall pick, Captain Pike, especially Anson Mount's version. But I like both of them, so just Captain Pike. I mean, that's a damn good pick. I was so I don't know. Well, then I'm not gonna draft a captain right now because you're not yeah. gonna take my pick. Um, I had Pike as my number one option, so. 
already off to a bad start. Well, then I have to be sure that I get my ship. And I'm going to get the next generation Enterprise. Because it's just massive. And it has the holodeck. It's the only ship on our list that has the holodeck. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> so I'm picking TNG Enterprise. And the holodeck will be used exclusively by me. All right. What is your pick? Okay. So I am going to go with Security Chief next. And I feel like we all know where this is going. Yeah. Obviously going to have to be Worf. You took my number one pick again. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so- I mean, how can I not take Worf for that, though? Okay. I think I'm safe with my other picks, but the one I might not be safe with is engineer. So let me write. Hold on, I got to write down. Who'd you pick? You picked uh, Worf for security chief. Worf. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh damn! You're <laughs> Tasha Yar is still me. right there for you. <laughs> Tasha Yar, get the hell out of here! <laughs> get beat up by a goo monster. Um, it's season one. Um, all right. Oh man, you really. Took the wind out of my sails. Um, so I have two options for engineer. I could have someone fun who will go to the bar with me and tell me fun stories. Or I could <laughs> have someone who is I can trust to lead a group of men down there and train future officers. But I'm going to go with the guy who, who, who I can trust and also have a beer with. It's going to be Scotty. I'm going with Scotty. It's a respectable choice. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Your turn, buddy. Right. I I feel like I'm not gonna lie. I feel almost mean. I'm not gonna lie. I really do for doing this. But I gotta go science officer next. And, Hold on. Uh, Let me look at my options. Let me see who do I have on my list. Please don't take. Okay, go ahead. I mean, no, I... go ahead. If you take my person, I would be so mad. Go ahead. I don't You're not gonna take. I mean, I mean, it has to be Spock. I gotta take no, Spock. Does not. Here. I'm, I'm fine with that. Spock's a great choice, but I was not gonna take him. Who, who are you taking over? <laughs> Just okay. wait till I get there, buddy. Hold okay, your horse. Right, right. You're good, but I'm I'm legitimately like, who are you taking? Not <laughs> nope. Spock in that position. That <laughs> okay. All right. Spock is not a great Spock. time. Spock is not a great time. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. Look, I. I love Ethan Peck's Spock more than any other Spock, for the record, by the way. And oh, okay. I know that's sacrilege to a lot of people, and I get it, but I love Ethan Peck as Spock. Absolutely I love him. It, man. Um, my medical officer, I'm going to dip into the Star Trek Enterprise cast, and I'm going with Phlox. If you don't know Phlox, this man <laughs> is... He's... Gonna be your favorite part. No, second. I'll tell you who your favorite is coming up. Your second favorite part about the show. He is an alien who, I mean, he's human esque. He's a humanoid, but like he's so lovable. And he's, he has a love for animals. So he has like a whole collection of animals in his, in his little clinic. And he's, one of the story arcs is every time the Captain, Ar- Captain Archer is going on a mission where he could possibly die. 
if you don't know, he has his dog on the ship with him. It's like mm-hmm. a little beagle. He gives them to Phlox, and he says, take good care of him. And Phlox is going to adopt him in case the captain doesn't come back. And it's just, Phlox is such a good character. And I know there's 12 people listening right now in the world who are like, yes! And they're slamming their beers in celebration. Um, <laughs> he's just, out of, even like, out of all the medical officers on, the, on every show, I would take Phlox. I'm not going to lie. I was actually really nervous you were going to steal the medical doctor I wanted. So that Voyager, makes me huh? feel happy. Yeah, Voyager is actually... <laughs> he was my second pick. Yeah, he was the one I was nervous you were taking. I, cause, and I, you know, sorry I said that. I'll, just, I'll, I'll make that my pick, too. It's going to be the doctor from Voyager. I loved him on that show. Like, it's been a long time since I've watched Voyager, and he is still the biggest part of that show. Well, okay. Second biggest part, because Seven of Nine exists. But, uh... I yeah, I love the doctor in that show. Every time I see that actor anywhere, I'm like, hey, it's a doctor from Voyager. Here's a weird little story. Um, There's a guy at my church growing up who looked just like him, and I I just could I would stare at him like, are you the doctor from Voyager? (laughs) Like at church, I'd just be staring at him like, you're the doctor from Voyager. (laughs) Um, He showed up, and I think it was Nemesis, Star Trek Nemesis. There was a scene where. They're being attacked, and um, whatever the, the doctor's name, I can't remember her name right now. I, I'm bad with names. But she calls for help, and he shows up as a hologram. And I was like, oh! It was that It was that uh, meme from that Leo DiCaprio meme where he points at the screen. Yeah. I'm like, oh! Yeah. It's him. It's the doctor from Voyager. And I was like, oh, cool. That's cool that they're connecting the worlds a little bit. Um, good pick. Solid pick. I mean, you're you're killing it right now. You got Pike, the Doctor from Voyager, Worf, and Spock. I mean, goddamn it, your team is looking fly right now. Um, okay, what do I have left? I have Flex will go last. That's fine. I got my engineer. Okay, I got. I might as well pick my captain. This is so hard. Because it was going to be Pike, and now I have to pick between Picard and Kirk. Just pick Lorca, since you can't pick either of the two. Just go full evil with it. (laughs) Nope. Not (laughs) happening. I don't want to serve on that ship. You know what? If I'm going to serve on a ship... Yeah, I don't want to serve on Lorca either. (laughs) I trust Picard to take care of his men a little bit more than Kirk. I'm going to go with Picard. Plus, I need a heavy hitter. Yeah. I mean, okay. That's fair. That's I fair. I could have taken Riker because he was, but I, I want I want Picard. Yeah. Technically speaking, that would have worked. Uh, yeah. All right. So I still need to pick my engineer, right? I believe that's the yeah. next thing I got. All right. So for my engineer, uh, I am going. I mean, I gotta go with Jordy. You know, LaForge. I mean, he was my number two. LaForge, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I thought about going uh, another route, but I feel like that would just be going another route for another route's sake and not actually picking the best one on the table. And also, he has the little Cyclops visor that I, I, I do wish they'd bring back because I thought that was so cool, but, yeah. you know. Even he got yeah. rid of it. Yeah. I, um, what was your other pick that you, you talked about you maybe wanted to do? Oh, O'Brien, but I don't think that really – I mean – I don't think that counts because he didn't really. I mean, he 
he's apparently was a chief engineer a couple things but i don't think that's really a a fair one but that would have been the other one i would have gone with all right so hold on i'm editing the sheet real quick to make it easier to read um then i'm gonna i'm gonna run down what we picked so far got you so i think i still need yeah i think i need a couple do you have it you have it on your your phone or something okay so, I have the TNG Enterprise, and my captain is Picard. My medical officer is Flux, and my engineer is Scotty. I have a, two more picks left, three more picks left. Um, you don't have a ship, but your captain of your future ship is going to be Captain Pike, and your medical doctor is going to be the doctor from Voyager. Your security chief is Worf, your engineer is LaForge, and your science officer is Spock. And I'm reading that out loud right now, and I'm thinking that's <laughs> going to be unbeatable, but I'm going to stand proudly with my team. Okay. As you should. It's still a really good team. I'm not going to lie. You just, you you just have you haven't been made aware of some of these picks yet. So I'm going to pick my science officer. And I know, I know Spock should be number one, but boy, howdy, have you not seen Enterprise yet? When I tell you the lady who plays no. Nicole. Is the most beautiful woman, aside from my wife, that I have ever seen in my life. She is hands down an eleven out of ten. There is no but. She is stunning. I like, knew you were going to go there when you said Spock was she's stunning. And if we put the beauty aside. She is literally my favorite character in Star Trek. She is so good in that role. She's so well written. And she looks that good. I mean, how could you how could you say no? You need to watch Enterprise. She is the best part of that show. Her and Fox <laughs> easily are the best part of that show. And I just can't believe how good she is in that role. Like I'm because she's like a model and they just casted her and I was like, okay, but she's so good. And I don't know why she didn't, I guess because she looks like a model and they don't trust her to be a good actress. But I'm telling you, she is such a, she plays a Vulcan and she's so damn good at being a Vulcan in the show. It's unbelievable. She's just, she's just fantastic. She's part of my favorite episodes. Um, I'm done singing her praises. Um, I'm done. All right. What is I, your pick? I actually, I even know who you're talking about. So if that means anything, just yes. because of the fact of who she there's is. There's a part where she, there's an arc where she goes through Ponfar. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? What Ponfar is? Uh, no. Okay. That's that's like every seven or so years, a Vulcan. Oh is yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy okay. mad with their sexual yes. desires to yes. produce. It's like the only time they yes, have sex okay. or something. I don't know. It's a great, a great story. All right. Anyways, um, I do remember what you're talking about now. Uh, my next pick. Uh, are we picking picking flex last, or am I allowed to pick that before I pick my ship? It's any order you want, man. Okay, then for flex, I am taking data. You're taking data. That's a good pick. Damn. Well, I mean, I have LaForge, I have Worf, and I feel like he's going to play off of them really well. And I would love to see Captain Pike interact with Commander or Lieutenant Commander Data. That would be that would be a fun. Oh thing yeah! To see. God damn it! You're going to win this draft. 
Like, what am I doing? I'm picking with my my wiener. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> but I got the car. No, I got I got the guys I want. It's just on paper. If for people who have who aren't like super knowledgeable in Star Trek, you have the best list. But I'm standing by my pick. My diehard fans, my diehard Star Trek fans, will be like, "Yeah, yeah, Ray wins." That's what I'm betting on. That's what I'm hoping for. The diehard I mean, fans will a, see the madness. Yeah. They'll see the madness. Um, you have a good list. It's a good list. Oh, you don't it have really to like, give me pity. Okay, I don't need it. Um, <laughs> let's see my flex. I need to pick my security chief. Who do I have? I have um, Tasha Yard. I don't. I, you know what? He was my only choice. Um, was he? Who was my next choice? Um, no, it was going to be Odo from. Uh, uh, respectable one. Yes, yeah, not he's face nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to be Odo. Okay, he was a he was a fun one. It? I think so. Yeah, that's how I remember saying it. That's how oh, I'd say it. I'm sure I'll find out on Reddit when I. Yeah, post it's been a long. <laughs> It's been a long time since I've watched DS9, but I'm 99% certain that's right. I just remember him being a, a fun character, like a mm-hmm. very unique, and he's he's my data almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. And what ship is your your dream team 92 lineup going to be taking? <laughs> here's, the, here's the one that's going to be my, I think, the controversial pick for me, and uh, I'm okay with this. I've accepted yeah. this fact. All right. I know it's gonna be. I already know. It's gonna be Discovery. I'm, I'm gonna take yeah, it's Discovery. Be. Yeah. I mean, it's a super high tech ship. It has a lot of cool fa- features to it. It looks good. And in fact, actually, you could argue that outside of the different captains they get, it's probably one of the better parts of the show is that the ship looks cool and it does some cool shit. I'm gonna go so with that. For, for me, I only had two options. It was Enterprise, the TNG Enterprise, or Discovery. And it was like, well, why? And it's okay. So here are my reasons. Um, holodeck or instant travel anywhere. Yeah, we're assuming with discovery you can do that still. Like, let's just assume you don't need the guy in the in the arm jack. Yeah, the spore drive it, works for whatever reason. Yeah, it just works. We're going with that with that mindset here. And I mean, those two ships. What that's what separates separates these ships from everything. All the other ships in the show. You know, you don't want the Enterprise ship. That's the first Enterprise. Like, it's you don't want that antique. You don't want. The TOS Enterprise, that's just boring. Um, I mean, it's really the only two options you have is those two, unless you pick like some weird. Well, this could be Deep Space Nine, but like, nah, why would you true. want? Yeah, I would say you're just stuck I there. Good. I mean, it's going to be bigger, right? It's going to have a lot more stuff, but I don't know. I like, I want to explore space. I don't want to be stuck. Yes. Space, right. I, Deep Space Nine's cool for the differentiation, but it's not like if I'm going to do Star Trek that I want everything to be like that. Like, I want that you to know, be the anomaly, not the norm. To explore new worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and but ultimately, I chose the holodeck over Discovery because I think the holodeck is just such a great invention. You could It's literally a video game in real life. You know, you, mm-hmm. they, you can live a Sherlock Holmes adventure if you want to. You know, I just think it's really cool. And I'm cool taking my time traveling at warp speed, getting to a planet. Let's talk to the crew. Let's get to know each other. You have the advantage of, you know, just hitting a button and 10 seconds later you're there. It's great. It's going to be super helpful, but you're going to be called a lot for help. Hey, we need you over <laughs> here, you know, and they won't call me because I'll be across the universe. Um, <laughs> it's fair. Um, it's a good point. I have a flex spot here. 
<sighs> this is tough. Because there's a lot of great Star Trek characters out there. I, you, there. There's one person out there I feel like you have to pick. Is it Riker? Yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't have to, but I mean, that one's like, of the characters left on the board, that would be an hey. It'd just be awesome because you have, like, you know, Picard, and I think he'd be great with, you know, we're going to assume Commander Troy is no longer in the picture here. Uh, well, that's the problem. He's going to go after T'Pol. I don't I'm just saying. I think that'd be a great story. No, because if I'm on the ship, I <laughs> <laughs> got competition, man. <laughs> All right, no, but I'm picking Riker because, I mean, I trust him just as much as I trust Picard, and if Picard is out, He's out all the time on TNG. Riker is a steady hand. You know, in the other shows, it's like Kirk is out. And then you got, I guess you got Spock, who you trust. But he, it's scary because he's so logistical and emotionless. You're like, I don't know if this is, do I follow this guy? In other shows, like if uh, Pike goes down, who's his, I guess you got Spock again. Still, it's a younger Spock. That's even scarier. Um and other shows like Voyager, I don't trust the second in command as much. I don't mm. uh, Discovery, especially like unless it's Saru, I don't trust the second in command very much. Um, so you need to have that second guy who can take over, and Riker is that guy. Plus, he seems like a good guy. Like him and Scotty and me hanging out at the bar and Fox. That sounds like a fun time. I'm just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what do they call the bar in TNG? What's that called? Oh, uh, what's that called? It's like something nine. Uh, we gotta look oh this my, up. Oh my goodness! It was like right there because I knew you're, that's where you were going. I was like, oh, is that because it was also the bar name in uh, Picard when he went back and stuff? Uh, Ford. Oh yeah, Ford Nine or the Ford. I think it's called Ten Four. Yeah, I think so. Oh man. Hold on. Um, they call it ten four because it was on the tenth floor. What is the lounge called? Let me type that in. Oh, ten Ford. It was ten Ford. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought it was a Great nine name. in it too, though. Um, I don't know why, but yeah. I, I thought it did, man. I guess there's one on each level, um, but ten four is the big one. Cool. So let's go down this list one more time. I have the TNG Enterprise, okay? My captain is Picard. My medical officer is Phlox. My security chief is Odo. I think that's my one weak link right now is Odo. But whatever. He's not a bad pick. He's literally the only pick besides Worf you can make. Um, engineer, Scotty. Science officer, DePaul. Ugh, I'm ruling right now. And my flex is Riker. And Riker's also going to be my number one. I mean, he so, has to be, right? <laughs> gotta be. Um, Seth, you have the USS Discovery. Right? It's a fantastic ship. You got Pike as the officer, or captain. He has experience on that ship. You got the Doctor from Voyager, who's a great character he, all around. Also, perfect so, for Discovery. Hologram Doctor, that seems perfect for Discovery. Yeah, Just true. Saying. Worf will be way out of place on this ship, but He'll adapt. Worf is your security chief. Um, 
another great. You just got a bunch of cool characters, is what you got. You got LaForge and the cool visor as your engineer. You got Spock. Who also fit. You got Spock and you got Data, who's just a great character, man. It seems like you got a solid list. Man. Who's your number one? I mean, I was doing going back and forth here because I feel this like Pike would, your team. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Pike would would be able to help Data become a good number one, just because yeah. of how Pike is empathetic, empathetic, empathetic wise, and the way that Data tries to mirror and stuff like that. I feel like he'd be a really, really good number one. However, uh, I've seen the way that Pike and Spock interact in the new season or the new show. And uh, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with Spock, even though I -hmm. still feel like he would make Data. Like, I think Pike would really help Data a lot more than even Picard did. Just because of that empathy factor. Yeah. So Pike is old school baseball manager, but he's a really good old school baseball manager. He uses the eye test, right? Yeah. You got Data, who's just pure computer analytics. He's analyzing everything. He's going to pick the best scenario. You got Spock, who's a little bit of both. He, he's analytics, but he also has that human side of him where he, he knows when to listen to that. So I think you picked the right choice. I was worried you were going to pick Worf, and I was like, you will die soon because he is perfect <laughs> for a battle. Yes. It was, it's like TNG telling Worf to shut up. Not shut up, literally, but like there's that yeah, yeah. running blooper reel oh, of yeah. that. <laughs> Definitely. Cool, man. Uh, uh, this was fun. Um, any last thoughts on Star Trek? Are you? Do you want a Star Trek four? What's your, what do you want the future to be like for Star Trek? Okay, so I want exactly ten years of Captain Pike as on Strange New Worlds. Uh. I go back and forth about if I want him to be able to get out of his destiny or not, like, you know, to find some kind of cop out way so I can keep seeing Anson Mountain Star Trek. And, or if I want him, because I really like the idea of him accepting his fate. Like, I just, that's a very powerful and moving storyline for him. So, what if he, what if that version of him, he switches with the Mirror Universe version at the last second yeah. or something? I don't know. I'm just I mean, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. in the Star Trek, so, I mean, like, it's not like they can't find a way. Uh, and even if it's convoluted, I might, you know, look up, look over it just so I can see more Anson Mount as Pike in Star Trek, you know. Maybe it's on a different ship because, you know, continuity's sake, but I'm okay with that. Uh, and then at the same time, I'm also not okay with it because I really like the, you know, I'm going to accept my fate and live my life, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love that. Uh, I do want to see a Chris Pine fourth movie uh, because I think that's a great cast and a great crew. And I would really hate it if the third movie was the last one they did. Uh, okay. Cause I, I've actually enjoyed those three movies. I thought the third one was the weakest one of the three, but wow. it wasn't, you like it wasn't Pond? awful. So into darkness. I did. I, I know a lot of people hated it and it felt like a lot of people hated it because JJ Abrams just lied about who Benedict Cumberbatch was. And there was a bu- okay. bunch of backlash. Yeah. But like when I watched it, I was like, yeah, this is good. Th- this feels like an alternate version of this storyline that I can buy. It wasn't I like... I don't have any knowledge of Khan, so I didn't know. I need to rewatch it now. 
Yeah, I like, mean, I didn't know who Khan my... was. I didn't know why he was important. I didn't know the movie. Yeah. I've never seen the movie. So, well, you know, and my thing is, is well, we've talked about this when we did X Men. Like, I'm okay with alternate versions of stuff being slightly different, so long as they kind of mostly get the character right, like core, essentially wise, or at least if they're going to change the core character, make it make sense within the storyline they're telling in this alternate universe. And I feel like they did that with Khan well enough for me to be able to like it. But, and I liked the uh, Idris Elba's character in the third one. I just felt like the third one felt more like a Fast and the Furious Star Trek movie than a Star Trek movie. There's a motorcycle. Yeah. There's a motorcycle scene in the trailer, so I was like, "Hmm." Yeah, <laughs> it's just um, yeah, but yeah, and I would. I really want Picard to be good and end on a strong high note. And if I get, I get those things, I'll be happy. So I, I'll be real quick. I think I want Discovery season five or six to end to be the end point. I'm kind of done with that show. I want it to end and just let it exist as it is. I don't want it to go on for much longer at all. I do want a solid seven seasons of inner or of strange new worlds. It's a great show. I want it to keep continuing, keep the same high quality that it's set. Um, and I would like to see a new star Trek movie that, that Chris Pine crew every three or four years, maybe just four years, every four years, just y'all get together, make a movie, make some money and go do your own thing for a bit and come back every four or five years. Like the James Bond movies, you know, just come back yeah. here and make a movie and to give us a little more star Trek to hold, hold us over. I think it'd be fun. I will say, I and I can't, I'll be really quick with this, and then we got to go. I can't have a Star Trek pod and not tell you about the first time I saw Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, during my rewatch. It was the first time I watched it. I, was watching the, I watched TNG, the original series, and then I watched the movies 1 through 10 in order. And when I tell you, there's a moment at the end of Wrath of Khan. I'm watching it. I just have all these memories. I'm like, just absorbed the original series and all that stuff. So I, I'm in love with these characters. There's a moment at the end. It's after Spot goes down there in the radiation to save the ship or whatever. And Kirk is dealing with the mess that's up going on up, up top. He's in the captain's chair trying to break free of whatever's going on. Um, I think he's trying to get out of the, the blast range of Khan's ship exploding. And uh, he gets a message from like Scotty or, or someone. or And they're like, hey, Jim, you need to come down here. And he, he goes, I can't. And they're like, it's urgent, Jim. You need to get down here. And he realizes that something bad has just happened. And he turns and he looks at Spock's seat. And Spock's not there. And his face changes. Shatner's face says everything you need to know. And it's as if he lost a loved one. And he runs down there. And I'm telling you, I cried. I cried for like five minutes. I was like, his boy, his boy is gone. And that whole speech, and then the whole like <laughs> the, the funeral speech where he's like, he was human, all that stuff. I cried retelling the story to my wife about me crying, <laughs> like just retelling it. And then I cried one more time during Star Trek, and it was the sixth movie. It's the final original series movie because the next one was Generations where it's both of them. But it's the last adventure with the crew and they save the day, whatever. And they say goodbye to Captain uh, Sulu because he has his own captainship and they see Captain Sulu says goodbye to them. Sulu signs off the screen 
and then Uhura gets a call. It's like, uh, Captain, they're calling us back to base. They're saying to the, the, the Enterprise is to be decommissioned. And uh, she goes, what should we do? And uh, he says something. They all look at each other like, this is it. Like, this is our last time together. They're going to decommission the ship. And uh, he says something like, essentially, like, we're going to take one more adventure. Let's go. But they just, he just, like, stares at the screen. And then everyone stares at the screen. And they're staring at the audience. And it slowly zooms out. And we're staring at them for the final. It's like we're both looking at each other for the final time. It was so beautiful. And it just lingers on them, on the cast. And I was like crying. Like, this is so beautiful. They know <laughs> it's the end. They know it's their last one. It's, it's their end game. It's their end game is what it is. And uh, it was so good. Anyways, Seth, this has been a blast. Yeah, absolutely. All right, y'all. Um, I don't know when this is going to air, but it's when it does, it'll probably be after Christmas or something. But thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, if you're bored by Star Trek, I sincerely apologize. And I'll see you guys <laughs> later. later, man.